Hello, word nerds. Welcome to my podcast. It's called The Dictionary. I just got an email today from Radio Public. Uh, they were just letting me know that my podcast was added to their collection of uh, indie podcasts to watch. Uh, it was specifically dated August 7th, uh, which was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but I, I hope that that uh, list or collection or whatever it is uh, sticks around. So hopefully more people will see this. All right, let's get to the first word. It is antimycin A. A-N-T-I-M-Y-C-I-N. And the next word is just the capital letter A. This is a noun from 1949. A crystalline antibiotic, C28H40N209, used especially as a fungicide, insecticide, and miticide, or miticide, called also antimycin. And apologies uh, that you've been hearing more of those plosives recently. When I say a P sound, usually uh, it blows air on the microphone and it gets an irritating sound. Uh, The reason for that is because uh, a while ago I decided to just start holding the microphone in my hand. I had it on a stand, but it it got really irritating to find a good position uh, as I'm reading the words on the page. Um, I sort of need to move the microphone or move my body so I can see the words clearly. Uh, So the easiest uh, solution for this was just to hold the mic in my hand, and I'm uh, much more movable. Uh, But the downside of that is I don't really have a good place to put the screen that uh, fixes the plosive, so maybe in the future I'll see if I can figure that out. Just a little behind the scenes for you there. All right, next is anti-neoplastic. All one word, it's an adjective from 1898, inhibiting or preventing the growth and spread of tumors or malignant cells. Next we have anti-neutrino, A-N-T-I-N-E-U-T-R-I-N-O. This is a noun from 1934. The antiparticle, or antiparticle, of the neutrino. Next we have anti-neutron, All one word. It's a noun from 1942. The antiparticle of the neutron. feel like I just had deja vu there. Are you sick of the anti-words yet? Because I'm getting a little bored with them. All right, next we have anting. This is an interesting word. A-N-T-I-N-G. It's like if you were pretending to be an ant, you would be anting. Uh, This is a noun from 1936. Bird behavior in which ants are rubbed on the feathers to obtain chemicals as formic acid from the ants. So why do they do this? Why do they want to get uh, the chemicals like formic acid from the ants on their wings? What benefit do the birds get from this? Uh, That's really interesting. Are they going to a costume party uh, where they are supposed to act like ants? Or do they just like the smell of the ants? I'm sure it's uh, much more complicated than that. Next we have antinode or antinode, A-N-T-I-N-O-D-E. This is a noun from 1875, a region of maximum amplitude situated between adjacent nodes in a vibrating body. Antinodal is an adjective. Next we have antinomian, A-N-T-I-N-O-M-I-A-N. This is a noun from 1565. One, 
one who holds that under the gospel dispensation of grace, the moral law is of no use or obligation because faith alone is necessary to salvation. 2. One who rejects a socially established morality. Antinomian is an adjective, and antinomianism is a noun and kind of a hard word to say. This is from the Greek nomos, which means law. Next, we have antinomy, A-N-T-I-N-O-M-Y. I'm guessing this is uh, somewhat related to the last one. It's a noun from 1592. One, a contradiction between two apparently equally valid principles or between interferences correctly drawn from such principles. Two, a fundamental and apparently unresolvable conflict or contradiction, as in antinomies of beauty and evil, freedom and slavery. That is from Stephen Holden. Antinomic is an adjective. Next, we have anti-novel, A-N-T-I-N-O-V-E-L. I'm guessing it's something that's against books. I don't know. We'll see. This is a noun from 1899, a work of fiction that lacks most or all of the traditional features of the novel. Anti-novelist is a noun. That's one who writes an anti-novel or anti-novel. Uh, now, I am curious what an example of an anti-novel would be, and then I would probably have to read it. Next, we have anti-nuclear. This is an adjective from 1958. One, opposing the use or production of nuclear power. Two, tending to react with cell nuclei or their components as DNA, as in anti-nuclear antibodies. Two words that both start with A-N-T-I. Next, we have antinuclein. This is a noun from 1946, the antiparticle of a nucleon. Now we have antinuke, N-U-K-E. It's an adjective from 1975, and we have the one definition of antinuclear. So go back about 15, 20 seconds to hear that. Next, we have antioxidant. It's a noun from 1919 a substance as beta-carotene or vitamin C that inhibits oxidation or reactions promoted by oxygen, peroxides, or free radicals. Antioxidant is an adjective. Next, we have anti-ozonant. A-N-T-I-O-Z-O-N-A-N-T. It's a noun from 1954, a substance that opposes ozonization or protects against it. Next, we have anti-parallel. Couldn't you say just perpendicular? Probably not. This is an adjective from circa 1660. Parallel, but oppositely directed or oriented. As in, anti-parallel electron spins. Yep, that totally helps me. Also as in, two anti-parallel chains of nucleotides comprise DNA. Next, we have antiparticle. It's a noun from 1934, a subatomic particle identical to another subatomic particle in mass but opposite to it in electric and magnetic properties as sign of charge that when brought together with its counterpart produces mutual annihilation, especially a subatomic particle not found in ordinary matter. 
I wonder if that is what antimatter is made of. Next, we have antipasto, A-N-T-I-P-A-S-T-O. It's not antipasta. Uh, This is a noun from 1590. Any of various typically Italian hors d'oeuvres. Also, a plate of these served especially as the first course of a meal. This is from anti plus pasto, which means food. It's Italian. Uh, That is from the Latin pastus, from the verb pascere, which means to feed. And there's more at the word food, something I love. Next, we have antipathetic. It's an adjective from 1640. One, having a natural aversion. Also, not sympathetic. Synonym is hostile or hostile, depending on how you want to say it. As in, a government antipathetic to democracy. Two, arousing antipathy. Antipathetically is an adverb. Next, we have antipathy, a word that was mentioned in the previous definition. It's a noun from 1592. One is obsolete. Opposition in feeling. Two, settled aversion or dislike. Three, an object of aversion. Synonym says, see the word enmity. That is a synonym for all definitions. Next and last word for this episode is anti-personnel or anti-personnel. A-N-T-I-P-E-R-S-O-N-N-E-L. It's an adjective from 1939 and it says, designed for use against military personnel, as in an anti-personnel mine, M-I-N-E. The word of the episode is going to be the word anting, because I think that's interesting. I was uh, interested in a couple other ones, uh, but that one just took the cake. All right, thank you very much for listening. Please join me in subscribing if you haven't already. Uh, Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everybody you know about this ridiculous podcast, Until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.